Welcome to the Dynasty Defined Podcast, a podcast discussing the goings-on of the greatest dynasty in sports, the Oklahoma State Cowboys Wrestling Program. I'm your host, Lee Cothran, and today we're going to discuss the first five weights in the Pokes roster for the 21-22 season upcoming. For some housekeeping here, I do want to kind of lay out my plan for this podcast and and how we're going to schedule this thing. I think I'm going to release them, release these episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, on Tuesdays during the season, we'll uh, recap the weekend's duels, and then on Thursdays we'll preview the upcoming weekend's duels. The reason I want to do that and split it up is because. We're all busy people, right? Y'all are busy. I'm busy. We want to make sure that uh, I'm, I'm not talking your ear off here. So I don't want every episode to be like that first one and be 40 minutes long. I'd rather keep them around 25 or so minutes uh, unless we have a good interview or unless we're I'm collaborating with somebody, which I definitely hope to do. Um, then we'll get into all of that stuff. But uh, yeah, thanks so much for the support and for everybody who's tuned in. I also would really like to take advantage of Anchor, the platform that I'm using to record and uh, release these podcasts. Uh, Anchor has a Q&A section, and I'm going to tweet out a link after this episode and have y'all go on and ask questions, and um, uh, I'd like to interact with y'all a little bit more. So I'd, I'd love to answer whatever questions you have for me. Uh, if I don't have an answer, I'll be able to prepare for it, right? Uh, but I will go ask and uh, find an answer to whatever questions y'all have. So I, I want to make sure this is a fully immersive um, platform for Oklahoma State wrestling fans and, and wrestling fans at large to uh, interact with the program in some way. So I want to make sure, it, I also want to make sure it's clear I'm not an insider at Oklahoma State wrestling. Um, I've chatted with these, some of these guys, you know, I, in, in passing, I'm sure, uh, I'd get to know a, a few of these pe- folks, but, um, I started the wrestling blog with Kyle Porter on pistols firing before Seth took over, which I'm glad Seth took over. Cause he's a lot better at that than I am. Uh, he's a, he's an awesome resource and, uh, you know, I, I just wanted to start this podcast to kind of get us to this next thing, right? So I hope to host it for for a long time and, and hope to keep this going. But to do that, I, I want to be uh, interactive with y'all and make sure that we, you know, there's there's no off-limits question. There's nothing that uh, can't be discussed here. So we, uh, I'm not at risk of losing any access. I'm not at risk of uh, not being a... Um, uh, given information because I don't get any information right now. So I just uh, kind of pull together a lot of different sources and repeat what I've been told and and also uh, um, add in whatever flavor I see fit. So I'm excited to continue doing this and and definitely appreciate everybody who's listened so far. So uh, with that, I will uh, get to it. So again, Today, we're going to cover the roster from 125 pounds to 157 pounds, and we're going to just kind of dig into some depth, talk about the eligibility that some guys have, and also discuss rankings that some of them have 
from the three major rankers out there, Flow Wrestling, Russell Statton, and Willie Saylor uh, at Matt Scouts. So, um, so yeah, I guess the thing I want to discuss right now is, before we get into all this, is that Tyler Caldwell needs a raise. <laughs> I I'm sure he's well taken care of and that he's uh, making a decent living uh, being the recruiting coordinator for Oklahoma State Wrestling. But um, since his addition to the staff as a recruiting coordinator, and also since Dayton Fix came on campus and helped revamp some of the process, OSU has been recruiting with vigor that had kind of gone missing for a while. 21 out of 48 wrestlers on the roster were nationally ranked recruits. And most of the projected starting lineup is made up of quote-unquote blue-chip top 25 national recruits. By 2023, OSU should fill every starting spot with a top 25 recruit. But of course, on top of that, OSU's unranked or underrated guys typically come on really strong and develop extremely well. Uh, Tristan Wills is a good example of this. He's become the face of Little Rock Wrestling after transferring from OSU over there to, to join Neil Irishman's staff, or I'm not staff, his, his program. Um, and then over the last five years, several programs have benefited from taking on transfers from the OSU room. Uh, there have been guys who have gone on and they, they weren't able to crack the lineup at OSU, but they became All-Americans or All-American contenders elsewhere, right? Uh, so that's a really exciting thing to point out because while OSU's recruiting hammers and blue chip guys and guys that are going to be talked about, they're also developing guys really well. They're developing athletes on a level that uh, is they need to, to be competitive because look at Iowa, right? They recruited hammers. The hammers panned out. They won national championships. Look at Penn State. Over nine years or whatever, they recruited hammers, they developed some guys, they won big. So if Oklahoma State and John Smith want to get back to this level where they're winning four, five, six national championships in a row, then they can't just rely on recruiting. They've got to develop guys into top-level wrestlers, and then they've got to develop top-level recruits into top-level wrestlers. Uh, it's, It's not an automatic thing. So while your needle might not really move for a guy like Chance McLean, for example, uh, rest assured that nationally he's developed into a guy that could probably start for 60 or more of the 76 programs in college wrestling. Shoot, he may start here if he hangs around here. We're going into his third year in the program, and uh, that's what we'll get into today with some of these guys. So without further ado, let's start at 125 pounds. Start from the uh, lightest weight, and we'll work our way up from there. So on the roster... Uh, the returning starter is Trevor Master Giovanni. Uh, Trevor is from uh, Blair Academy in New Jersey. And he, if you have a Matt Scout subscription, go check out the video that Willie did showing Trevor's uh, exotic animal operation. I don't know if, uh, I, don't, I don't think he's quite on the Joe exotic crazy, crazy level, but I think he's, uh, he's definitely... Uh, uh, doing some interesting stuff over there. It seems like he's more on the up and up than uh, the people who run these private zoos are. But uh, Trevor, uh, he seems like a pretty well, uh, well-learned, uh, smart 
young man. I mean, that it, it's some impressive stuff. Go check out uh, Willie Saylor's uh, video with Trevor on Matt Scouts if you uh, get an opportunity. But Trevor's going to be a true sophomore. He finished up, you know, he didn't he didn't have the season he wanted or the NCAA's that he wanted as a true freshman, uh, but ultimately pretty darn good season. He won a couple matches at NCAAs. He, uh, he won some matches against some ranked opponents throughout the season. He lost to a couple of guys that are experienced and, and pretty good wrestlers, but he kept it close. Nobody dominated Trevor, which frankly would be hard to do. Trevor is a, uh, an elite top wrestler and uh, a really, really solid defensive wrestler. So um, he's not going to lose many matches big in his career, but uh, um, as, as he layers on some offense, as he trains with Dayton, as he trains with uh, uh, Zoe, who's in the room, uh, uh, we'll cover that at some point. He's a, a French national wrestler who uh, has been coaching at Oklahoma State in the RTC. Um Trevor is a guy that could be uh, a really, really, his ceiling's very high at 125 pounds if he can hang there for the career. Flo has him ranked number 16, actually all three of the services, Flo, WrestleStat, and then Willie at Matt Scouts all have Trevor uh, ranked number 16 uh, going into the 2021-2022 season. At 125 pounds, you also have a former starter at 133 pounds, Reese Whitcraft. Reese is from Broken Arrow. He was the number 24 rated recruit in his class. And uh, honestly, Reese had a pretty darn good true freshman campaign filling in for an injured uh, Cade Brock while Dayton was on his Olympic red shirt there in 2020. Um, you know, unfortunately they lost the NCAA tournament that year. Nobody had it, but Reese qualified and given the opportunity, I, I have a good feeling Reese would have surprised some people. Would he have all American? I, I don't think so. Um, I hate to say that cause I, I like Reese a lot. I think he's a really solid, aggressive wrestler. He's exciting. He kind of just goes for it. He's a, uh, Chandler Rogers type, right? Like he just goes for it, um, which led to some goofy mistakes in his uh, freshman year. But that's what freshmen do, right? Um, but Reese, he goes for the throws. He goes for the pins. He's a guy who uh, is going to be an exciting wrestler when he gets on the mat. He's listed on the roster at 125 or 133 pounds. So uh, we'll we'll see him some here over the season. And we might see him start. I don't know. We're going to go over that again here in a couple of weeks. But uh, um, we'll see what happens with Reese. Uh, he's the number 49 rated recruit according to Wrestle – or not recruit, excuse me. Number 49 rated 133-pounder according to WrestleStat. So we'll see if he goes this season. Uh, also on the roster, you've got from this most recent recruiting class, Cooper Birdwell. He was the number 186 rated prospect. I uh, would imagine he's going to redshirt this season, and uh, we may see him in the future. You also have a redshirt freshman, Alexander Yokobatis. Uh, I'm probably butchering his name. Uh, you know, those Louisiana kids and their names, uh, uh, it, I... I you know, I like their food. Uh, I, I don't always know how to pronounce uh, the uh, 
the names f- f- folks down there. So I'd love to be corrected on that if anybody has some guidance. But uh, Alexander, he's uh, you know unrated recruit, but uh, s- somebody that the coaches were pretty excited to land in the recruiting process. Uh, and look, recruits from states like Louisiana and wrestling, uh, you kind of don't know what you're going to get. Um, but he wouldn't be in the room if he wasn't worth, uh, having in the room. So we'll see what happens there. The last time we got a, an unheralded recruit out of Louisiana, granted he was a, you know, whispers, granted he was a two-time like JUCO national champion or something like that. But Daniel Cormier, uh, is also from Louisiana, and hey, that that worked out great. <laughs> Probably our best ambassador uh, out there right now. So we'll see what he's got. Uh, and then Colton Klein is a redshirt sophomore at 125 pounds as well. So he's got a few more years of eligibility. 125 is a hard weight to make for a grown man. That's a small man. So uh, you know, Trevor, if he goes up, or uh, Cooper, if he gains weight, you know, it's, it's one of those things. You're always looking for a guy who can make it three or four years at 125 pounds. It's, it's hard to do, especially with the regimen that these guys are on. So, um, at, we'll move on to 133 pounds here. We kind of know, right? It's going to be Dayton fix. Uh, I'm not going to tease that. Uh, Dayton's the guy. He's uh, an extremely, uh, he's had a great summer, uh, quite frankly. After losing at Olympic team trials back in um, Fort Worth, down in Fort Worth uh, back in May, April? Jeez, I'm losing it, guys. But after Dayton lost there at world team trials, man on a mission. He wrestled at 61 kilograms which translates to about 133.1 pounds and he looked just fabulous just aggressive fast not only did he look this way at the national level he looked this way at the world level as well i mean he was man on fire uh he lost in the gold medal round to a russian who they didn't make wrestle at uh their team trials which means He's a legend. They only do that for wrestlers in Russia that have reached that legend level status. So, you know, yeah, it would have been great if Dayton had won a gold medal there. Um, It was close in both bouts, uh, but, you know, it's, it's uh, it's tough. And a silver medal at Worlds is not anything to shake a stick at. And we're really proud of Dayton for that one. And uh, we're really excited to see what Dayton's going to do this season. If he's coming in with that same attitude where he's um, fresh and fast and aggressive, people can't hang with Dayton Fix when he is 100% on top of his game. Just period. And that's true for um, the guys who have beat him. That's true for Nick Suriano. That's true for Roman Bravo Young. Dayton's a better wrestler than those guys. However, look, things happen. So if we see a Dayton fix who's 100% focused, who's feeling fresh, who's feeling good, who's in his, in a great mind space, sure, he's rated number two according to all, all three ranking services I've got here, but 
he's 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 a two-time finalist. He's about to be a three-time finalist, and hopefully we can get him over the hump and he's a champion. Uh, and then on top of that, we've got three more years of Dayton Fix, folks. Three more years of eligibility for Dayton Fix. He could still be a three-time national champion and get his face on the wall uh, with all the others in the room. So um, it's very exciting stuff with Dayton. Uh, at 133 pounds also, there's Rhett Golowinski. He's a redshirt junior as well. Uh, Rhett, um, you know, will be a good filler if somebody goes down, right? I think for the time being, Reese will be the backup to Dayton if he's not the starter at 125 pounds. Um, and then it kind of flips around there. So uh, if if Reese is the starter at 125 pounds, then Trevor's probably the backup to Dayton. Trevor's got a red shirt to give. So um, things are flux in that lower part of the lineup with the exception of Dayton fixes a starter at 133 pounds. So we know that for sure. We'll move on to 141 pounds now. 141 pounds is an, an intriguing weight class for Oklahoma State here moving forward uh, because not only do they have three true freshmen in that uh, weight that are all really good, they've got some incoming recruits that are sitting around that weight that uh, could be pretty good too here coming in uh, in the class of 2022 uh, with Zach Blankenship from Bixby who wrestles around 132 pounds. You've got Jordan Williams. I mean, and, and Zach has been rated as high as number 19 nationally. Uh, you got Jordan Williams who has been rated as high as number 16. Ah, shoot. I think Jordan Williams has maybe been rated as high as number like four or five before but he's sitting around that 149 157 141 depending on how he develops and then of course anthony ferrari is there as well he's the number eight rated recruit in the country those ferrari boys i don't know i wouldn't mess with any of them but uh that house is uh is uh pumping out just blue chippers <laughs> so uh we'll see what happens with those three that are coming in but for this season the one that we're going to discuss now, um, 141 pounds. The three true freshmen in question are first and foremost, Stillwater's own Carter Young. Carter was the number 11 rated recruit in the 2021 recruiting class. Uh, he originally had committed to and enrolled at Northwestern, which People asked a lot. There's a lot of discussion out discussion out there at uh, Oklahoma State wrestling media, social media. You know, how do you lose a guy from Stillwater to Northwestern, folks? I love Oklahoma State and Oklahoma State wrestling with all my heart. You're offering me an education at Northwestern. Yeah, I'm going to take it, right? You're saying I need to go wrestle. I still get great training partners. I still get great coaching. I can still come home and train at the Cowboy Wrestling Club in the summers or in the off-season. But I'm going to get a degree from Northwestern? Now, guys, that's one of those schools that you just go to if you get in. Northwestern, Stanford, Princeton, you know, those types. I, I can't say I blame them, right? I'd want my son to go that route if I had one. Uh, so, you know, kudos to Carter for, for making that commitment, getting into Northwestern. However, 
some things happened at Northwestern uh, regarding coaching coaches who didn't want to get vaccinated and so on and so forth. Uh, again, I, I'm not going to discuss the the politics of that or you know my personal opinion there, but Carter uh, decided that after he got to Chicago or Evanston, wherever Northwestern is, after he got there, and then between that time and between classes starting, Northwestern wasn't the place for him. So he transferred back to Oklahoma State. Excuse me, he transferred to Oklahoma State. I guess he would have had to have been here in the first place, but he transferred to home, <laughs> to, to Stillwater, and joined the OSU program, enrolled at uh, OSU, and uh, uh, he's he's in. He's eligible, and he's a true freshman in the room on the roster. So uh, the coaches, the room, the team, everybody's pretty familiar with Carter. He's been around for a while. Um, he and Dayton go way back to, like, when Carter was like 11 years old. So, um, that's a really exciting, um, friendship that's built up and developed there. And, uh, it's exciting that Carter's in Stillwater and he's going to be a part of our team. He also had a great summer too. He only lost to Dayton at world team trials, came in third place, and he beat two other national champions in that run. He beat Seth Gross, who, uh, is a really, really high quality wrestler there at 61 kilograms. And, um, rangy, long, powerful Seth Gross is. So uh, that's really exciting to see Carter pick up that win. But it's important to remember that uh, freestyle and folk style are way different. So, um, you know, we'll see if that translates to folk style, but uh, Carter's an exciting par- prospect. Uh, also from the 2021 class, an- another top recruit. I think he was rated as, I think he ended up at number 21, but I, he was rated at one point in the top 10. Uh, was Travis Master Giovanni, Trevor's younger brother. Um, Travis uh, um, didn't really wrestle his senior year, but he had a really just exciting style of wrestling, uh, a lot like his brother, um, but with a little bit more power. Um, he tends to, to kind of go for a little bit more, a little bit more offensive. So um, he's going to be exciting to watch moving forward. And then, and then also at 141 pounds, there's another Stillwater local, Teague Travis. At he was the 142-rated wrestler, and he's wrestling at 141 pounds. So both those guys, five years, you know, uh, top quality recruits. Uh, exciting to see them in the room for the college program. So um, we're going to see what they're all made of here moving forward. There's also, of course, Dusty Hone at 141 pounds. They're listing the COVID super seniors as graduates on the roster, so we'll call them that. Uh, Dusty was an unheralded recruit, wasn't rated, coming out of Utah, I think, but uh, he went on a mission trip and then came back to Oklahoma State and has been in the room since. Um, Great training partner to Cade Brock. He cracked the lineup for a little while. He had a solid year in that COVID year. So I was pretty excited to see him uh, maybe take an opportunity to um, wrestle at NCAAs, but unfortunately, like everybody else, he was kind of robbed of that opportunity. But we'll we'll see what he can do this year if, if he's the guy in the lineup at 141 pounds. I think that uh, Dusty is, uh, he, I mean, he's coming off an injury, right? His season was ended last year too after, so Cade Brock got injured and he went down and then Dusty got injured and he went down and we ended up 
uh, not really having anybody at 141 pounds, but Dusty's a guy that could definitely uh, do some big things. He's rated, he's unranked by Flow or by Matt Scouts, but he's number 18 with WrestleStat. Uh, Dusty Hone is. So um, we'll see what happens if he's the guy moving forward. Some other names and note here. I mean, you've got four other wrestlers in the weight class that we haven't discussed yet. Andrew Blomoff, who is a transfer from somewhere in California, maybe. I didn't write this down, and I apologize for that. It's poor preparation, but he's a redshirt freshman that we might see at some point. Cole Van Vliet, a redshirt junior. Uh, Colt Newton, a redshirt sophomore, and Price Perrier, a redshirt sophomore, all on the lineup at 141 pounds. So we'll see what happens there. You also have one of those and or guys at 141 pounds, uh, Caden Gefeller, who we're all familiar with. He's listed on the official roster at 141 or 149 pounds. Look, G had his, his redshirt freshman year. He was great. I mean, he had a great season. He, uh, you know, went out and beat some ranked guys. He was exciting. He, you know, kind of just let it loose, right? And I think he was filling in for an injured Bulu Allen. Uh, he he had come in as a recruit at 141 pounds and was the number 15 rated recruit in the country. Something that you have to remember about Caden Gefeller. He was a blue chipper, right? So he was he was that he was so good in high school. Tulsa or Oklahoma City? Anyway, it doesn't matter. He he was a, a really highly rated high school recruit. He uh, he had a good first couple. Of years. He had a great redshirt year. Um, he had a. Uh, I think he beat Bryce Meredith. No, no, no. He pinned Nick Lee, who was the national finalist at NCAA's last year for Penn State. I had national champion. No. Yeah. <laughs> for for Penn State. So, guys, Caden Gefeller can wrestle. We haven't seen him in a couple of years, right? If we see him this year, 149 pounds, could he be a surprise? I don't know. WrestleStat has him ranked number 19. The other two services don't have him ranked, to be fair. We don't know who's going to go at 141 or 149 pounds, so the services have trouble ranking them. And if it was going to be somebody else, it was probably it'll probably be a true freshman. So, um, interesting stuff with G. So we'll we'll see if he's the guy. Um, at 149 pounds, you also have a true freshman that's really exciting, a blue chip guy, Victor Voinovich. He was the number 15 rated recruit in his class. Uh, Voinovich wrestled for Serbia. At Junior Worlds, he's going to be a guy that, you know, we'll see. Uh, he's, he's an elite top wrestler, uh, very similar to Chris Perry. Uh, in fact, part of the reason that Voinovich is at Oklahoma State is because he and Chris Perry are very, very close. Uh, they're very similar wrestlers. Uh, Chris has coached Voinovich a lot, and um, you see that in their style. If Voinovich takes you down... You're not getting up, all right? And chances are you're going to get turned. <laughs> he is a pinner, and he is an elite top wrestler. I, there probably isn't a better guy in the country. So if he can get to your legs, watch out. He's got some development to do. 
Um, he's got, he needs to get a little bit stronger. He needs to get a little bit faster. He needs to get a little bit better at getting to those legs, right? Um, but, you know, he's extremely high ceiling, Victor Voinovic. Uh, he's, I, I have a really solid feeling that we're going to be seeing him in the Olympics in, uh, well, shoot, it could be in his time at Oklahoma State, <laughs> right? Uh, and it could be, uh, and it could also be uh, multiple more. Unfortunately, he's wrestling for Serbia, but uh, that's, hey, you know, good for him. So we'll see what happens with Victor over the course of his career here. Um, you also have an interesting newcomer to the room, uh, redshirt freshman Austin Boone. Austin tr- is from Michigan. He was a five-time state champion in Michigan. I think one other person has done that in Michigan wrestling history, and that person was a uh, two-time national champion for Iowa, Uh, one of their elite wrestlers, one of their legends up there. So Austin's following in some pretty big footsteps, and he transferred from Penn State. So I don't know what happened. I don't know the story. I He transferred in. He's a a guy that uh, is... Uh, they were excited about there at Penn State to go in a, in a frankly in a gap in their lineup at 149, 157 pounds, and uh, he transferred to Oklahoma State. Which first world problems for him, right? He's uh, he choosing between Penn State and Oklahoma State. I imagine Iowa called. So uh, we'll see with Austin if he's going to be somebody who is going to make the lineup here at 149 pounds. It's a very very stacked weight, like we mentioned. So um, I'm excited to see him go. He was the number 42 rated recruit in that 2020 class of 2020. And then a few years back, Brevin Balmaceda is still on the roster as well. He's from Florida. He's a junior. He still has a red shirt to give, but he's the number 20. He was the number 25 rated recruit in his class. And uh, Brevin um, is a really solid wrestler. If you go watch the tape on him, he's fast. He's tricky. He's uh, got that Miami swagger that they talk about where, you know, when you go out of bounds with guys from Florida, they kind of saunter back to the middle of the mat. The ref has to tell them to hurry hurry it up. Uh, But uh, Brevin's a really good wrestler and somebody that I could definitely see uh, um, doing something for us in the future. And then to round out the roster, you have Joey Sanchez, a redshirt junior who was a transfer from Indiana a couple years ago. Joey is uh, super well-liked in the room. He's a really popular guy. Um, so we could see him crack the lineup. And then you have another redshirt junior, Bennett Scherer. And then a redshirt sophomore, the number 47 rated recruit in the 2019 class, Dan Manabog. Uh, Dan um, is from Katy, Texas. And selfishly, as, as somebody who lives down in Texas, um, I like to see Texas guys do well and I want to see him do well. So I would love to see him get an opportunity at some point in his career. Um, uh, because, uh, you know, the, the more top flight, top rated recruits that are coming out of Texas, the better for Oklahoma state, because who, if they want to stay fairly close, where else are they going to go? Little rock OU, you know, so, uh, we should get the best ones out of Texas. It's uh, a shame that we missed out on a guy like Bo Nickel, but that's a discussion for another time. And then we'll move into the last weight class we're going to talk about today. 157 pounds. Of course, you have Wyatt Sheets. 
returning for his um, redshirt senior season. He's got two years of eligibility left, so that's pretty exciting stuff from Wyatt if he decides to take it. Um, he's the number 16 rated recruit, or I'm sorry, the number 16 rated wrestler at 157 pounds on flow, n- number 16 on wrestle stat. Willie has him unrated, but Wyatt, I mean, he surprised some people last year. He did kind of get a route to uh, All-American that, uh, I mean, it, it, it wasn't easy. He had a torn knee. He They pulled him off the surgery table to because he was a last-minute qualifier for the NCAAs. He's the number 33 seed, and he goes out there and he finds a way to get it done and win and get into that top eight. So um, Wyatt's got grit, and uh, you know I'm excited to see if he's the guy, what's going to happen there. Also at 157 pounds, you have the 214-rated recruit in the 2021 class, Luke Meckler. Uh, he's a true freshman, a uh, decent wrestler that we should see in the future. And then you also have Jalen Harper, who WrestleStat has rated number 35. Um, he's a redshirt junior, so if Wyatt goes down, Jalen's probably going to be the guy that goes there. You also have, as discussed in the opener, Chance McLean. Uh, Chance is the number 83 rated rec- or, uh, wrestler on WrestleStat. So Chance... Uh, Seth Duckworth loves him some Chance McLean. Um, I would love to see him go, right? He had he had some success at open tournaments, and he's uh, given the opportunity. He's going to be a pretty good wrestler. And then you also have Jared Cadle at 157 pounds, too, who's also a redshirt sophomore. So that's going to be it for the lineup for the first half of the lineup for Oklahoma State. And something to remember here is that uh, – this roster didn't happen on accident. The OSU staff is is great at building trust, building relationships, and it's paying off. And I firmly believe that on the current roster, there are six guys that could win a national championship and 14 that could All-American multiple times in a career. So there's going to have to be some room made for them. There's going to have to be some things that change, and there's going to have to be some guys who go prove themselves. But uh, we have a really exciting um, time coming forward. So next Tuesday, we'll discuss the back half of the roster, 165 to heavyweight, and we'll get into some topics on uh, recruiting and, and what's been going on there. So please be sure to subscribe to the Dynasty Defined podcast on Spotify or Apple. Uh, if you'd like it, me to set it up on Stitcher or one of the other services, I can certainly do that. Um, but I've got the two most popular right now. So if you can't listen to it, please let me know and I'll fix that for you. You can find me on Twitter at Lee Cothran. So at L-E-E-C-O-T-H-R-A-N. And please let me know what you think. Uh, also, please ask questions and I'll answer them as discussed in the beginning. Uh, at Jeff Hill 86 on Twitter asked me to name one surprise starter, which I'm going to do in episode six. So bear with me. I hate to tease that, but I want you to listen to these things. So please do. Uh, Special thanks and shout out to the GPS community, uh, which is a a great resource for Oklahoma State fans. Uh, Thanks for Ryan Warner of Wrestling Changed My Life for all of his support. Um, You know, great friend, great, great opportunity, great podcast there. Go check out his stuff. Uh, Thanks to Andrew 
Bay for the rankings from Flow. Uh, Andrew is a, a great dude. I'm excited to uh, um, chat with him every chance I get. Uh, but thank you for the rankings there. Thanks to WrestleStat and that team who's built a really solid resource for us. And then thanks to Willie the Brain Sailor from Matt Scouts. Um, I've got a couple sponsorships lined up, so I'll have reads for them in the next episode. I will put that, I'll make them not intrusive, so I'll put them at the end probably. But uh, um, yeah, looking forward to continue doing this thing. And, and again, please interact. Please let me know what you think, and we will talk soon.